You are listening to the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode 155, the Solo Series. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of She Runs the Show. Cassandra Von Risley here with you. It has been, <laughs> I laugh because I say this so often on this podcast. And if you're new to the podcast and you're listening to older episodes, you are going to hear this being said a lot of the time. It has been a while. It has been a while. So let me tell you kind of my take on uploading, recording, pre-recording podcast episodes. I'm getting into the habit now because I find that I've got so many projects and things going on that oftentimes my production schedule is what gets kicked to the curb in the process. I'm in the process of batch recording episodes. So typically you will see either on iTunes, if you subscribe on iTunes, which if you're listening on SoundCloud, please leave a review on iTunes. You can find the podcast, which typically is hard to find on iTunes by going to tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast. So if you go directly to tinyurl.com forward slash she runs the show podcast, you will find it on iTunes. So please subscribe there and please also leave a review. If you're on SoundCloud and you're listening to me, then you're listening to me on soundcloud.com forward slash she runs the show. And I appreciate you for listening here as well. But I say all that to say that I am in the process now of really batch recording um, podcast episodes. I would love to tell you that at this moment, you're going to see a brand new episode every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, which is my ideal. That is not the actual. So typically, what my commitment is to you, all of my listeners, and thank you for listening, number one, I am so grateful for you, number one. What my commitment is, is three episodes a week. Now, I cannot guarantee that that's going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Obviously, I would love for it to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. What I can tell you is that there will be three episodes uploaded to SoundCloud and iTunes every single week. So look out for them. Subscribe on iTunes. Subscribe on SoundCloud so you always know when you're getting the latest episode. And that's going to be the way that it goes probably into 2019. I really want to move this podcast to a place where it is, uh, you know, a five to seven day a week podcast filled with interviews, not just my solo episodes. But at this moment in my life, I got to tell you what I have time for mostly with the occasional interview episode is going to be solo episodes. And I love doing solo episodes, so it's not a big deal. But those of you who are new to She Runs a Show, you may be asking yourself, why does Cassandra do solo episodes all the time? Because that's what time permits. And I want to be sure that you get the inspiration and the content that you need to be successful in business. Because after all, she runs the show is about you doing what? Running your show. So a uh, couple things to update. Life has been interesting. It's been very busy. It's been very hectic. I've had days where I haven't felt too well. So there have been some health things going on. But overall, life is evolving and growing and changing and I'm changing with it. And I think, you know, 
one of the most beautiful things to keep in mind about a business is that it is your business and you get to decide when you run it, how you run it, what you do with it. And that's part of the freedom component that so many of us love about entrepreneurship when we go into it. But there's also the really hard work and the consistency that it takes. So at the same time that we love the freedom, we also know that with freedom, with privilege and the privilege of freedom comes responsibility. So I spent a lot of time looking at where I'm being consistent in my business and where I'm not being consistent in what I need to do to become massively focused on my very one thing. Part of that one thing is this podcast. So I love to record the episodes that hopefully when you listen to it, it changes the game for you. I, I want to share kind of the things that I've learned over time. So maybe you learn it in less time, or maybe you have an aha moment where you were waiting for confirmation of something you needed to do or shift or change. And you listen to an episode of She Runs a Show and boom, now you got your confirmation and now you've got the inspiration to go full throttle ahead with what you want to do. That is the purpose of She Runs a Show to really help, especially women entrepreneurs. I have male entrepreneurs who listen and I love them as well. But I especially want women to know that you don't have to sacrifice one thing for the other. You can have both. You can have a business that thrives and you can have relationships that rock. Now, going into today's episode, there are going to be seasons where you are growing and evolving and changing and you are a different you, both in your personal life and in your professional life. And you're going to start to notice that you no longer want to talk about the things that you talked about five years ago. You no longer want to hang out with the same people that you hang, that you hung out with when you first started your business. You're going to notice your own evolution as it's happening, your own growth as it's happening. And there's a lot of discomfort that comes with that. You know, when you, I think one of the biggest fears that women in business have is this fear that by them becoming ultra successful in business, they will lose some of the key relationships of their lives. And why wouldn't we fear that? right? Like you look at, I can't tell you the number of times I have seen a female in Hollywood rise to superstardom. And when I say superstardom, I mean win an Oscar. And the very next day on the cover of some people magazine is the fact that she just discovered that her husband was a cheater. She's filing for divorce. I can't tell you the number of situations, both in the public eye and in the private eye, where I've seen women rise into their greatness and into their power. And as a result of becoming their most powerful, successful selves, they lose some of the key relationships in their lives. Now, I don't know the back history of that. So I'm an outsider looking on the cover of People magazine or or hearing things from other people. I don't know if the marriage was crumbling the whole time. Nobody does, but those two people. I don't know if this was always part of that person's plan and they're sort of waiting for the right moment and here they feel confident and comfortable and, and powerful and they make the decision that they've known they needed to make for years. Who knows what the backstory is? What I am saying is that it is a given, especially when you own your own business, especially when you are moving from one level of who you know yourself to be to another, that you're going to outgrow some people in your life. And I think that is one of the biggest fears that as entrepreneurs we have. Who are we going to lose? Who are we going to have to let go of? Who are we going to be abandoned by? Who are we going to be rejected by? Because they say we're too big for our britches or, you know, we've, ch you know, the whole thing of you've changed. Well, hell yeah, I've changed. I change every single day. 
I change every single minute. So tell me something I don't know. We all change every single day. So people in your life who want to say that the more successful you've become, the more distant you've become, or you've changed and you become different. No, we're all, all of us are evolving and changing. Now, some of us refuse to grow. And so they stunt their growth and they stay stuck in an age and a stage that they no longer belong in, but they're still changing every single day because every single day you keep yourself stuck somewhere that you don't belong. You are different. Trust me, you're, you're, you're different every day, even if you're stuck in that stage by your own choosing. So what I want to talk about in today's episode, and I think this is something really important to talk about because if you're brand new in business, this is your fear, right? Like this is your, your fear is that you've got this wonderful family and you've got this partner and these children and you have this happy little family with a white picket fence and you're just afraid that once you start making millions, all of that's going to come crashing down. You're not going to be a very present mother or parent. You're not going to be a very present partner. You're going to lose everything that really matters to you. And then one day you're going to wake up at 80 and you're going to be Ebenezer Scrooge. And the only thing you have to show for your life is the, the pennies and the money and the gold that you're counting. And Nobody wants to die that way. Nobody wants to be Ebenezer Scrooge 20 years from now. So this episode is for you if you're just starting a business because somewhere in you is probably the fear of, if I become too successful, who will I lose? Right? The fear of abandonment, rejection, loss. If you are in the middle of growing your business and you are catapulting to the next level, you might have some fear because you're like... I'm, I'm, I'm different. I've evolved. I've grown. And some of the people in my inner circle haven't, or they're not growing the, at the rate that I'm growing, or they're not coming along the journey with me. And I keep trying to drag them, but they don't want to grow at the rate that I'm growing. And if you are astronomically successful, you may have a few people in your inner circle that you've known for decades and that you love and, and you kind of, you guys have been in the growing tribe together. But then when new people come into your life, you're a little afraid because you're like, are they here because of my money? Are they here because of this? Are they here because of that? So it doesn't matter what stage of business you're in. This topic is for you because at some point in time, you're going to have to get real with the truth of this. And the truth is, the only way you're going to get to where you want to go, the only way you're going to become the person that by the end of your life you're meant to be, the only way you're going to be able to, as you transition from this life to the next, go to God and say, I used every talent you gave me. I multiplied it over and over again. I became the version of me that you always meant for me to be. The only way you can say that after this life is if you allow yourself to grow without apologizing for it. See, do you notice the title of this episode? How to Grow Without Apologizing For It. Because here's the problem. So many of us are growing, but as we grow, we're stunting our own growth because as we're growing, we're, we're saying to everybody in our life because we don't want them to leave, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like I'm growing, I'm sorry I'm growing, and you're not growing with me. I'm sorry I'm growing, and, and you don't understand it. I'm sorry I'm growing, and I'm outgrowing you. We're, we're walking around here growing, but really not growing as fast or as furiously or as completely as we could be because as we're growing, we keep turning around saying to everybody in our lives, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, no, no. We're going to stop this sorry stuff. 
We need to stop apologizing for our evolution because you cannot completely evolve if what you're doing as you're growing is apologizing for it. No. The buck stops here today with this episode. What I'm talking about on episode 155 is how do you grow without apologizing for it? And here's the thing I'm going to say. This is a little plug here. One of the reasons why I write the daily dose of inspiration and I send it to my list every single day is because you need reminders. I need reminders. This is why I watch Tom Billier's Impact Theory. This is why I watch Bedros Koulian. This is why I watch Ed Milet. This is why I, you know, I surround myself with the people who are light years ahead of me. And I listen to their stuff and I play their stuff on a daily basis because we all need that daily dose of get it together. Be inspired. Be you. Do the work. So sign up for the Daily Dose of Inspiration that I send out every day. You can sign up for that Daily Dose of Inspiration at tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose. Do not pass go without signing up for that. So https colon forward slash forward slash tinyurl.com forward slash KV Daily Dose. Get the Daily Dose of Inspiration because I put a lot of stuff in there that will remind you on a daily basis. You are powerful. You are purposeful. You are gifted. Move it forward. Now, full circle on this. How to grow without apologizing for it. Let's get real for a few minutes, shall we? You are allowed to outgrow people. Maybe you're not giving yourself permission to do it. Maybe you are sitting in a a space where you don't feel comfortable doing it. Maybe you're in a spot where you were always taught to be nice and kind and good and humble and modest. All of those in modest proportion is effective. However, you are allowed to outgrow people. In fact, you're going to have to grow people because there are some people in your life for as much as they talk about it, as much as they bitch about it, as much as they declare and affirm about it, they're not doing the steps to grow. They're not taking the steps to grow. So point number one, you are allowed to outgrow people. Here's the thing though, right? We talked about this in the beginning. Far too many, far too many people stunt their own growth because they don't want to lose people along the way, right? There's this fear. If I grow to this extent, who am I going to lose? And can I really take losing them? What if I'm not a good parent? What if I'm not a good wife? What if I'm not a good partner? What if I, what if, you know, what are people going to think about me? All of this fear of losing people along the way, you know where it originates from? The fear of what other people think about you. What are they going to say? What are they going to think? What are they going to do? That's up to them. That is not your business. They're going to do what they're going to do, whether you grow or not. Here's the thing people don't get. I, I just had a moment. Let, let me, let me, let me just, I just had an unscripted moment. Let me go there. The people in your life who are meant to go are going to go anyway. Now you can drag them on your journey with you and hold them to you for five years longer. But the people who are seasonal people that you're trying to keep for a lifetime, I'm going to promise you something at some season, they're going to go whether by your volition or theirs. So trying to hold on to something or someone that isn't meant for you is a total and complete waste of time. You know why? Because whether you stunt your growth or you allow your growth, the people that are meant to go are going to have to go at some point. 
And far too many of us stunt our growth because we're afraid to lose people along the way. But those were seasonal people anyway. They weren't lifetime people. They were going to go regardless. You're going to lose people along the way. You've got to get comfortable with that. Business is about growth and evolution. It's about taking risk. It's about adapting and evolving and changing. And guess what? When you grow and you change, some people aren't going to want to do that with you. For whatever their reasons are, that's their business. That's not your business. So you're going to lose people along the way anyway. But here's the thing. It's really important to embrace the truth of this because as you grow your business, there are going to be a number of people that you outgrow. You're going to outgrow, let me just call it what it is, you're going to grow family members. In certain circumstances, you're going to outgrow partners. You're going to outgrow entrepreneurs that you started the journey with who are not where you are on the journey of business success. You know, some people sit in startup for 10 years. Other people sit in startup mode for six months and then they catapult. You're going to outgrow other entrepreneurs that you started the journey with. You may be on a totally different level than they are. You're going to outgrow clients and customers. I hate to tell you, some clients that were your clients in year one will not be your clients in year five. You're going to outgrow clients. You're also going to outgrow employees and members of your team. You're going to outgrow your VA. I hate to tell you. You're going to outgrow your photographer. You're going to outgrow all of the people that you hire at some point or another. Hey, listen. They may outgrow you. How about that? You might hire a team member and they decide to start their own business and they rock their own business and they they call on the phone and say, hey, I'm quitting. They've outgrown you and that's okay. We want them to do that. You're also going to outgrow mentors and coaches. There are going to be mentors and coaches that you outgrow. You know, you're going to need a different kind of coach for every different level of your business and of your life. The mentor that you have in the beginning may not be the mentor that you want to still keep now. You've got to be willing to allow your growth to lead you to the people who need to be in your inner circle in that season of your life. You're going to outgrow folks. It's a really important truth to embrace. Now listen, you're not only going to outgrow people, you're going to outgrow things, situations, experiences, concepts. Let me put it to you this way. You're going to outgrow negativity. The more successful you be. Listen, you, you cannot be sitting around with people who gossip, complain, bitch all the time and think you're going to grow. You're going to outgrow people who don't know that they're eternal who are not spiritual. You're going to outgrow people who are negative all the time. You're going to outgrow people who all they sit and live for is gossip or pretending or keeping up with the Joneses. You're going to outgrow people who complain. You're And let me tell you who you're definitely going to outgrow. You're going to outgrow irrelevant conversations. You know what I've learned? I don't have time for irrelevant conversations. If you're not adding value to the conversation we're having, I'm cutting the conversation short because you don't have anything for me. If I'm not learning from you, if I'm not growing with you, if we're not having a conversation that moves the dial in my business, what am I doing having a conversation with you? I'm wasting time. You're going to outgrow irrelevant conversations. Listen, here's the other thing you're going to outgrow. You're going to outgrow folks situations, experiences where there's talk and no action. I agree with that a long time ago. I, I don't want to, don't tell me about it, be about it. Don't, don't talk about what you're going to do. Show me. I'm all about show me. I, I, I don't have time for, you know, I once had somebody say to me, I just want to sit around. I just want to make money for my ideas. I just want to, I just want to make money for my ideas. Listen, 
all money begins with an idea, so I'm not going to discount the idea. And Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich stock, talks about the fact that the starting point of all wealth is desire, right? It's this thought, this feeling of, I want this, I want this. I totally get it, but it doesn't end there. So when you start getting on folks who are telling you that they just want to like baffle you with bullshit and give you ideas and then you know have somebody else do the hard work of making them happen, I don't know what world they live in. But I live in a world where I'm the creator of my destiny. And as the creator of my destiny, it is not enough for me to speak things into existence. It is not enough for me to ideate things into an existence. As a creator, even God took six days to create everything in the world and then he rested on the seventh day. So creators actually do things. They don't just think things. They begin with a thought. They begin with an idea. Then they do, 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 do all over the place, right? So you're going to outgrow the negativity, the gossiping, the complaining, the irrelevant conversations, the talk but no action stuff. And here's the thing I really want you to take away from this episode. It's not simply okay to outgrow them. It's mandatory to outgrow them if you're going to continue to evolve and grow in your business and in your life. It's not just something where you go, can I... How do I make myself feel okay about outgrowing? You have to. You must outgrow that. Because you cannot get to the next level of your life and business if you're still stuck in the bullshit of what was happening back there, what's going on with somebody else, what somebody else is doing, talking about stuff but never putting plans into action. You can't grow that way. You cannot grow that way. So I want you to keep some things in mind because this episode is about how do you grow without apologizing for it. Lots of people apologize both verbally and non-verbally. And a lot of the apologizing is happening in your energy and in the way that you respond to these people that you know you've outgrown, but you keep allowing to hang around. So let's talk about some things that I want you to keep in mind so you can continue to grow and evolve without apologizing for it. Here's some things to keep in mind. Number one, you're always going to outgrow people who are unwilling to grow. And especially people who are unwilling to grow with you. You know, they say in a marriage, you either grow together or you grow apart. Period. Everybody's growing, but in a relationship, you're either growing together or you're growing apart. It is as simple as that. Together, apart. Together, apart. Together, apart. That's it. So, but in a situation like a marriage or in a friendship or in a relationship, both people have a choice of whether they grow together or they grow apart. So you could be wanting to grow together, but if that other person, whether it's a friendship, a partnership, or a relationship, doesn't want to grow with you, there's nothing you're going to do to make them grow with you. So number one, you're going to outgrow people who are unwilling to grow with you. Allow them to do what they're doing, and you move forward. Like, you keep moving. Don't pay attention to what they're doing back there. If you have extended numerous opportunities, hey, grow with me. Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, let's do this. They go, no, no, no. I think I'm good with whatever. Then let them be good where they are and let them squat where they are and you just keep it moving. And you don't have to have a conversation like, you know, a lot of people think with, with this growing apart thing, they need to sit and have a conversation that goes something like this. So... I'm growing in this direction and I feel like you're not growing in this direction and I actually feel like you're right here and so I want to talk about it because I would love for us to grow together but I don't understand why you're not coming along for the ride with me 
if you want to see somebody's defensive defenses go up in less than a second and you want to see somebody get super like up in your face in less than a second, try to have that conversation with them. Cause here's the thing. People who aren't growing in most cases don't know that they're not growing. They think they're doing the best that is available and possible for them. So when you sit to have a conversation like that with them, their response is typically, Oh, so I'm not good enough for you, huh? I'm not, uh, really? You're not growing all that much. It's defensive. It produces nothing. So listen, you're going to outgrow people who are unwilling to grow with you. Do not have a conversation about, about it. Allow them to do what they're going to do. And you keep moving forward. Either they're going to catch up or they're going to exit left. Next thing. You need to respect your own shift without feeling the need to defend it. Let me say this again. I want you to hear me loud and clear. Respect your shift without needing to defend it. You Listen, you don't need to explain to anybody, I don't care who they are in your life, about why you're being all that God called you to be. Really? Who do you need to explain that to? Who has the right to demand that you justify you living out the calling that God put on your life? Only God. Only He's the only one. He's the only one who you need to justify anything to. So when you are shifting and growing and evolving and standing in your purpose and walking in your, in, in your greatness, you don't ever have to defend to anybody else why you are who you say you are, why you're doing the things you're doing. Now, one caveat. If you're investing a lot of money in your business and you're in a marriage, I think obviously you should probably talk about it. I mean, you should have a conversation about where all the money is going. Uh, but other than that, yeah, you don't need to tell anybody why you were on the cover of Good Housekeeping or, or why you just made it into Success Magazine like one of my friends did or why you are starting a podcast. Do you know some folks want you to explain why, why you even have the audacity to think that you should start a YouTube channel? And I just want to say it to, to the people who feel like they have to justify to their family members why they're starting a YouTube channel. You must not know how worthy you are of great things that you feel like you have to justify to family members who are still doing the same 9 to 5 that they did 25 years ago for the same amount of pay that you have to justify to them why you're seeking out your own greatness by starting a YouTube channel. It, see, the problem isn't them. The problem's you. Because if uh, so long as you debate and defend your worthiness to other people, you will prove to them in every single debate and defense that you don't see yourself as worthy that you don't feel worthy. So I'm just going to say this right now. Respect the shift without feeling the need to defend it. Listen, there are a lot of ways that you can release people from your life without having to have a formal conversation about it. And keep in mind that when you give yourself full permission to grow, full, I mean, when you give yourself like no holes barred, I am allowing myself to become the woman, the man, the whoever, the entrepreneur that I was born to be, typically... Those not on the path with you will leave of their own accord without having to explain anything. I love this quote from Mandy Hale. This is what Mandy Hale says about it. She says, when you are transitioning to a new season of life, the people and situations that no longer fit you will fall away. Don't feel like you've got to see one of the mistakes that I, that I used to make about, you know, when I've outgrown people in situations, I used to think that I had to make a big hoopla about, you know, the outgrowing of them. I used to think that I'd have to go, I'm leaving this, or I'd have to go, I'm done with this, or I'd have to go, you're not growing, 
I'm growing. I'm out. I used to think that I had to like declare and, and do a big monologue about it in my life. And I have learned over 40 years of life that you don't ever have to have a conversation about people with folks that you're outgrowing because as long as you give yourself full permission to outgrow them, as long as you give yourself full permission to go in the direction that God is calling you, one of two things is going to happen. They're either going to get their shit together and grow with you or they're going to fall to the wayside on their own. You don't have to orchestrate any of it. Can I say that again? You don't have to orchestrate any of it. It's going to happen naturally on its own. That's why I don't worry about people who come and people who go, you know why? Because everybody's got a season. Some lifetime, some not lifetime. And as long as I'm doing what God called me to do, and I'm living fully in my power, and I'm not trying to grasp and hold on to people that are seasonal and not lifetime, God will take care of the rest of that. They will fall away. They will get, they, they will get their shit together. Whatever. He'll figure it out. It's not my job. Like I need to mind my own business. And so I'm saying if you're feeling like you are growing people and you're like, well, should I talk to them? Should I tell? No, you don't need to do any of that. You need to just fully embody your evolution and keep evolving. And when they, here's what you need to do though. Let me, let me, let me circle it back for a second. You need to stop trying to fix, repair, or change them. Again, don't, don't go into God's work. Stay in your work. You might desperately want certain people in your life that you have had as friends and relationships for decades to grow with you. You may have this deep desire in your heart that they, that they come with you. You can't make them do that. You can't fix them. You can't repair them. You can, and you know what? People always sense when you're trying to do that with them anyway, and they resent you for it. How would you feel if somebody came to you and they're trying to fix, repair, and change you? You wouldn't like it very much. You'd be like, what? What's wrong with me that you feel like you need to be my, you know, parent or my doctor or, 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 you know, I, I don't know. Nobody likes that. You don't like that. Why would somebody else like that? So, there is no need to try to fix, repair, or change what you've outgrown because every time you're up in God's business trying to do that with somebody else because you want to pull them along with you, it serves in your life as both a distraction and a retraction. So you're actually not growing every time you're trying to do that because you're putting all your energy in them when you should be putting all your energy in you. It is not your place to force others to catch up with you. It's not. It never will be. Uh, you just need to stop that if that's what you're doing. But here's the other thing. Um, while you don't ever need to have the conversation where you say to somebody, I feel like I've outgrown you. That's kind of rude, isn't it? <laughs> you go, sorry to tell you, but I feel like I've outgrown you. No, you don't ever have to say that. But here's what you do need to make sure that you clearly speak truth to. You do need to have some boundary conversations about things you will no longer talk about, things you will no longer engage in. You know, if you have given up alcohol or drugs and you are now on this clean lifestyle, you can't be hanging around with people in the bars. You have to tell your friends, I just don't do that anymore. That's not a part of what I want to do. And if you want to do it, go feel free to go do your thing, but I'm not coming with you. You do want to, if you're done with gossiping and complaining and you want to focus on what is working in life and you have a friend who is just complaining about everything that's not working in their business, at some point you do have to stop them and say, you know what? I've made a, a conscious decision that I'm not going to focus on what's not working. God will handle that. I'm going to focus on what is working and I want to speak life into my life and your life. And that what you're talking about, I, I, 
I don't really have anything to give to that conversation, nor do I want to be a part of it. So if you're going to continue talking that way, you're probably going to have to talk to somebody else about it because I'm just not the one. And some people will get pissed off when you say it that way, even as nice as that sounded. Let them be pissed off. Then they'll leave. Boom. God just handled that one. Done. So what am I saying at the end of the day? And I want to be super clear about this. Uh, you're, if you're going to be successful in business, you're going to grow. And you're going to evolve. And you're going to shift. And you're going to outgrow some folks. Seriously. People you, you, you don't want to outgrow. People you thought you would never outgrow. People you thought would be in your life forever. They might not have ever been meant to be forever people. You know, only God kind of knows that. So, um, I, I don't want to sound cold or harsh about it. You know what I mean? I don't want to sound like it doesn't matter that it hurts to outgrow people that you love or it hurts to outgrow people that you thought would be in your life forever. But some people just aren't forever people. In fact, most people will not be forever people. So the sooner you get good with that and the sooner you get good with the idea that, um, Everybody can choose whether they grow or not, and you can't make people change that don't want to change, and you can't force people to grow who don't want to grow, and at the same time, what you can do by trying to fix, repair, or change people is stunt your own growth, then you've got to own the fact that you're stunting your own growth because of the fear of being abandoned or rejected or of not having somebody in your life who actually isn't even fully in your life because they're not fully themselves anyway because they're not actually growing. Do you see the problem with that? The people who are not growing aren't even fully present for you anyway. And yet you're, you're stunting your own growth so you don't lose what you actually, in fact, don't even fully have right now. It's hard to hear. It, it's very hard to hear. But here's the truth. If you're going to be astronomically exponentially, overwhelmingly successful in your business over a lifetime. You're going to lose a lot of people along the way. And you got to figure out how to grow without apologizing for it. And most of the apologizing that we do is not verbal. It's nonverbal. It's in our energy. It's in the things we choose not to pursue or the things we choose not to talk about or praise God about that's happening in our business. It's the things that we choose to settle for and accept and tolerate from other people. We do a lot of apologizing for our growth and our success because we are, um, we are afraid to lose people. And you know what is the fastest way to lose people? to live with the fear of losing them. You know, in the Bible, Job said, uh, when he lost everything, his home, all of his children died, everything, he said, uh, that which I feared came upon me. That is a universal, eternal truth. I don't care if you go to church or not. When you fear a thing so intensely, the thing that you fear becomes your focus, and then the thing that you focus on grows, and then the thing that grows becomes real for you because you created it. The thing that I feared came upon me. So at the end of the day, you got to release the fear of being abandoned, rejected, left, um, of you leaving other people. That's going to happen one way or another. Like either it's going to happen in this lifetime or one of, of you is going to die and then you're going to be gone onto the next life. So that is inevitable. But what is not inevitable is whether or not you stunt your growth to please other people, to keep other people for longer than they should be kept. And the reality is, is you've got to figure out if you're going to be exponentially successful in business, you've got to figure out how to grow without apologizing for it. 
And the only person who's going to be able to do that is you. You're the only one. You are the one. And you're going to grow lots. You're going to outgrow lots of different people and be okay with it. Because at the end of the day, there are going to be people who outgrow you. And that's okay too. And that's okay too. All right, everybody. Uh, just so that you know, I've got a new program coming up in a couple weeks where I am walking you through how to redesign your life, how to really focus in on your biggest dreams, uh, a six-week group coaching program that is all about overcoming procrastination and shiny object syndrome. The only way to get into the program is to send me a private message. So either you join me on facebook.com forward slash Cassandra Vaughn MBA and you send me a private message on Facebook or you join me on facebook.com forward slash she runs the show. That's the she runs the show FB page and you send me a private message or you join me on Instagram at the Cassandra Vaughn And you send me a DM on, I guess it's direct message, a DM on Instagram. But that's the only way to get in the program. I've got five spots. And the reason I have five spots is because this is seriously deep work. Live group coaching, live feedback. I'm going to hold your feet to the fire, text you when you're not getting stuff done. It's serious business. So five spots available. I'm sending out the registration link today. Be sure that you go ahead and grab your seat. All right, everybody, I will catch you on the next episode of She Runs the Show.